Welcome to Glory to Glory, the radio teaching ministry of Calvary Chapel of the Harbor. Join us now in our study as we open the Word together. They don't need the elements of their body until they come back to the earth. So maybe they need parts of those elements. Maybe there's something that God created in our bodies uh, to survive on the earth, to, 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 to be on the earth. So that's the only explanation I come up with. You have a better one? Hey, share it with me later. Not right now, please. A little busy right now. So. <laughs> and we'll look at the scriptures. I love this. First Thessalonians 4.16. Guys, I, I want to slow down with this because if you really take hold of this, this is, these are some very powerful verses. It says, then, or excuse me, for the Lord himself, that's Jesus, will, can we say this together? Descend from heaven. Listen, guys, this is the rapture. Where's Jesus right now? In heaven, seated at the right hand of God, praying for us, interceding for us. When the time comes for the rapture, he's going to get up and he's going to descend down into the sky to meet with us. If that doesn't get you excited, I, I would check your spiritual pulse right now. And what is he going to do? He's going to shout. I believe this is him that's going to shout. Why? Go to Revelation 4. Not right now. Make a note. Revelation 4, 1. When John heard, I believe that's the time of the rapture, heard, come up here. And I believe that's what he's going to say at that time. He's going to shout, come up here. Remember when Lazarus was raised from the dead? He says, Lazarus, come forth. And Lazarus came from the dead, came back to life. And he, he, he came back and, and back to the earth. And if he was in heaven, I mean, he probably was thinking, it was much better over there, you know. But, he, but my point is, is that the voice of, of Jesus is so powerful when he says with a shout, come up here, we're going to be caught up together with him. So there's going to be a shout. The interesting word, if you're a note taker, that word shout itself, the shout, it's, it's a commanding officer that gives instruction to, to uh, those that are underneath him. Or it even could be a captain of a ship talking to those that are rowing a boat. It's, it's a command, do this. It'll be a command to us, his soldiers in Christ here on this earth. It's like time's up, time's over. It's time. Come up here with a shout. And then it says, so there's a shout, but also with the voice of uh, what? An archangel. Now, some people confuse that. I, I don't believe this, it's an archangel that's going to have the voice. I think if you read it, it says the voice of an archangel. In other words, whatever an archangel sounds like, think of this. The, the archangels in heaven, they're like the top ranking uh, official, the top ranking in the military, if you will, in the, in, in the spiritual realm, the angels that are top rank. So that voice, I'm sure they have a commanding voice. So that shout is going to be with, with a command and with all authority. And he's, he's going to say, you know, come up here. And then if that's not good enough, and with the what, can we say that together? There's going to be a blast of a trumpet at the same time. If I had a chauffeur right now, I would just go, <laughs> what's the world going to hear? I do, we don't know. It doesn't tell us. I'm sure they're going to hear something. They're going to see instantly. We're going to be gone. Will they hear the trumpet? I don't know. Will they hear the voice? I think of Paul the Apostle when he was Saul of Tarsus on the road to Damascus. He heard a voice, but people around him, they didn't make any sense of what was going on. I think that's what probably what's going to happen. The rest of the world's going to say, whoa, all I know is they disappeared. I heard this weird noise and they're gone. But we're going to hear the Lord speak to us, commanding us, come up here. But don't miss this. Then, so, excuse me. And it goes on. And the dead in Christ will, can we say it together? rise first. That's where we get this understanding that the dead, those are those that have gone before us. They're going to come up first. 
before we go up there. In a twinkle of an eye, we're going to be changed. We're going to be brought up before. We're going to be resurrected up into the presence of, of Jesus. We're going to meet him up in the air. And, and, but the dead are going to go first. That's why I believe they're already dead. They already have their, their soul and spirit are up in heaven. So what is going to rise up? It only could be their body. So probably some elements of their body are going to be caught up with them. They're going to meet us there. We're going to look at that. They're going to meet us there. So all of a sudden, they're going to come back. And say, they're going to get like part of their, their old body elements back because I believe they're going to come back to the earth. But guys, how exciting is that? Let's go on with this. And we who are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them. Them, don't miss that. That's those that have gone before us. So they have their bodies now, elements of their bodies. I'm sure changed radically. But we're going to be with them in the cloud to meet who? The Lord in the air. That's where we're going to see him face to face if we're the generation that are raptured. We're going to meet him right in the air. I pray we're that generation because I want to be a part of that. Thus we shall, can we say that? Always be with who? And this, is, this next verse is why I challenge this church quite often. It says, therefore do what? Comfort one another with what? What words? The words of the rapture. Guys, comfort one another with these words. In other words, it's a comforting doctrine. It's a comforting teaching. It's a comfort to know that we could be in that generation to be with the Lord, to meet him up in the air. It should be to you. Listen, I believe it's like a litmus test as a Christian. Are you excited? Are you comforted? Does it, does it bring joy into your heart? Because if it doesn't, I believe that something spiritually could be wrong. Why? Because it's either you're wrong or the scriptures are wrong. I'd bank on the scriptures being right. Comfort one. In other words, when you hear about the rapture, it should be like, wow, that's so comforting. It's like, yes, I'm going to meet Jesus Christ in the air. In the clouds, we're just going to be like, just one day we're just going to be taken up and just in his presence like, wow. I, I get great comfort. I, I pray it happens on a Sunday. <laughs> it's the best time, especially when there's a service going on. I mean, I would love as I'm saying, you know, and Jesus said, I'm like, whoa, Jesus. <laughs> we were just, you know, talking about you. Wow. Or you guys, you know, just you get your Bible in your hand and you're just like, you know, just highlight, like you got a highlighter going, you're like this, you know, you're highlighting Jesus. All of a sudden, whoa. <laughs> I was just highlighting. And wouldn't it be terrible if you're arguing with someone, you're yelling, la, 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 oh, Jesus, hey, <laughs> just. A little dispute going on down there. Sorry about that. The first resurrection, starting with Jesus. The rapture is part of it. The saints of old will be raptured up. Their bodies, at least, will be resurrected. Our bodies will be resurrected. Some bodies were resurrected. Remember, we're told that when Jesus conquered the grave. Daniel goes with this very well. Daniel 12.1 goes with this. And at that time, Michael, that's Michael the archangel, shall stand up. The great prince who stands watch over the sons of your people. This is where we get that Michael the archangel watches over Israel. Because this is talking about the Jewish people. We don't have that in the United States. I don't read anywhere in the scripture that we have an archangel watching over the United States. But guaranteed, Michael the archangel watches over the nation of Israel. The sons of your people. That's the Jewish people. Daniel was Jewish. Your people, the Jews. And there shall be a time of trouble such as never was since there was a nation. 
That's even worse than a holocaust that's going to take place. It's talking about the tribulation period, seven years of tribulation. That's exactly what this is talking about. So here we go. So watch this. Even to that time, and at that time, your people shall be what? Delivered. During the time of tribulation, hell is going to break out loose on earth. All hell will break out on this earth. It'll be horrific. Approximately half the world's population will be killed during that time. Guys, you don't want to be there. But though it's so terrible during that time, God is going to turn to the nation of Israel again. He's going to pour out his Holy Spirit on the nation of Israel. They will be delivered. He'll watch over the nation of Israel. It'll be their time. I believe the the seven years, excuse me, the 70th weeks of Daniel. This will be the 70th week, the last week, the last seven-year period that Daniel talks about will be during this time. He's going to be there for the nation of Israel. He owes the nation of Israel one more seven-year period. So he'll deliver them during that time. Everyone who's found written in the, what? Book, the book of life. And many of those who sleep, this is the point I'm trying to get at right here. And many of those who sleep in the, can we say that word? Dust. Their bodies. Of the earth shall what? Awake. So those, I believe this goes with what we're talking about, the first resurrection, at the rapture, their bodies are going to be wakened, they're going to be quickened, and they're going to be caught up together with the Lord, with us during the rapture. She'll be awake, some to everlasting life, and some to what? Shame and contempt. Those will be those that'll be part of the ones that rejected Christ at the white throne judgment a thousand years down the road. Interesting stuff, right? Do we see signs of this happening soon, the millennial kingdom? I believe we do. Millennial kingdom starts when Jesus Christ comes back to the earth the second time. We have signs. We looked at it last week. If you weren't here last week, if you didn't see it, please go back and look at it. We went through different things that are happening around the world that I believe point to the fact that we're living in such a time where Christ Jesus will come back very soon. I believe that with all my heart. Think of this. If the rapture happened right now, seven years later will be the millennial kingdom. Did you ever think of that? Seven years. If the rapture happens two years down the road, which could happen, nine years from now, we'll be in the millennial kingdom. That's not that far away. So I'm going to look at, again, are we seeing signs of the millennial kingdom coming, the second coming of Christ coming? I believe we are. Well, did you know that's what Paul the Apostle said to Timothy? He says, but know this, that in the last days, perilous times, that means troubling times will happen, will come. We're there. That word perilous means, again, troubling times, hard to take times, difficult times, very malicious times, dangerous times, hard to bear times. Guys, I believe we're there. And is it going to get better? No, guys, it's not going to get better. Did you guys see this? How about this? This is the London Daily. I'm just reading the news. I know I'm on live, but I'm just reading the news. (laughs) How about this? New Zealand announces quarantine camps. It says, where positive patients will be forcibly placed... Listen to this. Listen, to this. this is reality. With only 25 of these that died from that thing right there, right? Among the population, only 25 died of a population of nearly 5 million. Medical officers are now being directed to manage all positive confirmed cases in a quarantine camp. New Zealand is taking the term lockdown to a whole new level. That's ridiculous. It doesn't match. It doesn't make sense. Okay, i got to be real careful with this one. Um, This is an actual picture. I had dinner with somebody that was at this place. They were going there for a procedure, if you know what I'm talking about. I'll do a visual, one of these, okay? So it's not that I'm against that. I'm not saying that. But okay, he's he's a missionary. 
He goes to different countries. They won't allow him in unless he has that. So he took one. He's like, you know what? I don't want to take it, but I'm going to do it so I can do my work, you know? So he went there. His, his daughter and his wife tried to talk him out of it. He says, no, I'm going to do it. And then they were at our church, by the way, Tuesday. The family were here at our church Tuesday. So he gets there, and the ambulance are there. They're working on somebody. Well, the gentleman that's laying down there, uh, he had that thing, and he'd had a, re- a terrible reaction, went to his car, didn't feel good, came back out, fell down, passed out, and he died. And so listen to this. So he still wanting to know, he says, which one did he get? Because I don't want that one. <laughs> and they wouldn't tell him. He's like, no, you need to tell me. I, I want to get that, but I need to know which one did he get so I don't take the wrong one. I don't want the one he just had. And they wouldn't tell him. Guys, am I taking crazy pills or is this, this is newsworthy, right? Why do we not see this in mainstream media? We don't see these things. Why? Just report the news. All I want, give me news. Give me facts. Show me, give me eyewitnesses. I want to hear them. I want to talk to Well, I've talked to the eyewitness, the person that was there personally, had dinner with him on Friday. This is truth. And it's wrong what's going on. Listen, I'm from Michigan. When I came here uh, to California back in 2000, you guys uh, watched TV, and when there was a rainstorm, that was newsworthy. Rainstorms. I was like, are you crazy? (laughs) You're reporting rainstorms. We have them all the time. That's a daily occurrence, but it's newsworthy for you guys because it's unusual. But this isn't newsworthy? Guys, this one is just... I showed this on Tuesday night, okay? So... This is an IRS form. It's a tax code. If you steal something, it's considered other income and you have to report it. And I thought this was wrong. I thought someone, I, I didn't get a chance to vet it. So listen to this. So I, someone was listening, works for the IRS, and they said, I'm an authorized agent for the IRS. And he says, no, it's confirmed. That is a true statement. That's uh, part of the IRS form. But not only that, she said, she says, so uh, you have to report embezzled funds and blackmail funds. So let me read this to you and tell me, if, am I the one taking crazy pills or is this country taking crazy? Listen, IRS form. Listen, I'm going to read this. Stolen property. If you steal property, you must report its fair market value in your income in the year, that, the year you steal it. But listen, there's a little loophole. It's okay. Unless you return it to its rightful owner in the same year. Well, there you go. You know what it's called biblically, as we looked at last Sunday? It's called lawlessness. Lawlessness. We'll see lawlessness in the last days. It will be a sign of the second coming of Jesus Christ, where we won't care about laws anymore. We'll make up crazy things like this. Always look at Israel. We talked about that last Sunday. We always want to look at Israel when we talk about the second coming of Christ, because we want to look at what's taking place there. Israel doesn't need U.S. permission to strike Iran The Jewish state possesses, listen to this. This is what the uh, foreign minister said. I'm going to quote him. The Jewish state possesses capabilities the world can't even imagine and will use them against Tehran if necessary, uh, the Israeli foreign minister said, and he warned. So we need to keep our eyes on that. There's a lot of tension going on. Biblically speaking, Israel will be left in the last days. Iran will be left, left in the last days. Russia will be still around. Turkey will be there. Why? We, we see them in the last day prophecy. But we're seeing them on front page, page news. And they're still there, according. And it matches up perfectly. 
with the Lord's return. How about this? How many people saw this? NASA has hired a priest to prepare humans for aliens. <laughs> when you didn't think it got too crazy. NASA has sought the help of Reverend Dr. Andrew Davison, a British priest, to determine how different religions around the world would react to news of extraterrestrial life. They also hired 24 theologians as part of the project. Guys, but this, this lines up. Listen to this. We, we, we're hearing more about aliens and UFOs than ever before. Governments, not only our government, Israeli government, they're, they're now showing footage of this so-called, this, uh, these aliens and, and uh, UFOs. Like, this, this fits perfectly with the days we're living in. Why? When millions of people disappear, they have to have a reason why. There's got to be a reason. That's, this is a slam dunk. Aliens, we told you they were here. They took the worst of the crop. They took those Christians. <laughs> they're, they're, listen to this. They're helping planet Earth. I love what Ed Hyenson says, and I hope you understand this. He said, Bible prophecy was not given to scare us, but to prepare us. Amen. It's not to scare us. I'm not, I'm not in the least bit scared of these things, but we should be prepared. You should be prepared for the coming of the Lord. Back in our text. The thousand years have expired. Satan will be released from his prison. Remember, he's locked up. There, in the bottomless pit, he'll be released and go out to do what? Deceive the nations. That's what he always does. He's doing it today, guys. You guys realize that? All that stuff. You know who's behind all the stuff we just read? Right there, the deceiver of the nations. I mean, really, could you talk the IRS into, okay, if they steal, they've got to show that on their income tax. Like, oh, that sounds good. That's deception. The deceiver of the nation. So he goes out to deceive the nation. So this is after the thousand years. This, this took us a thousand years right into the future. After the millennial kingdom. That's what we're reading here. Now Satan gets released. Why? He's a pawn in God's hand. God's got to use him. Why? We'll see. So he goes out and deceives the nations. Which are in the four corners of the earth. Gog and Magog. This is not the battle of Gog of Magog of Ezekiel 38 and 39. This is a different timeline. So this is, this is later. To gather them together to do what? Battle whose number is as the what? Sand of the sea. So these are the ones that will be born during the time of the millennial kingdom. They're, they're, you know, they'll be offsprings. People will still have children. So these will be those that are born on the earth for a thousand years, and there are going to be so many that will rebel against God. That's sad. But they're going to gather together to battle. They're going to be without number as the sand of the sea. That's going to, and who are they going to come after? Well, it tells us. And when they go on the breadth of the earth and surround the camp of the what? That's us. And the beloved city. That's Jerusalem. That's where we're going to be hanging out. That's where Christ Jesus is going to reign from Jerusalem on Mount Zion. He'll be reigning and ruling. We'll be with him reigning and ruling. So what I want this point, this is so awesome because when we look at this, it says fire comes down from God out of heaven and does what? Devours them. All of us that are believers, I want you to get this and don't forget this, okay? We're going to be there at the end of the millennial kingdom, a thousand years, we're going to be in Israel, we're going to be in Jerusalem, we're going to see this army come against us innumerable. Don't be afraid. I want you to say this with me, okay? We're going to say, watch this. <laughs> That's all we're going to do. They're going to surround us. They're going to think that they're going to, you know, they're going to be, we're going to be so outnumbered. There's going to be so many of them. And then we're going to sit there because we, we read this and we're going to, we know the future. God can't lie. We're going to be like, hey, watch this. And then there's going to be some maybe that are there that didn't read this in the Bible. 
And they're going to probably be like, what's going on? What's going to go? No, no, watch this. What do you mean? What are they? We're surrounded. No, no, trust me, watch this. Fire is going to come down from heaven, from God, and he's going to destroy them, devour them. And now the devil who deceived them, the deceiver, was cast into what? A fire, like a fire, where the false prophet and the, the beast of the false prophet are. Remember, we read that. So the beasts, they're already there. The false prophets are already there. Well, here comes the third part of their demonic trinity. Satan himself will be there, and they will be tormented day and night forever and ever. Satan will probably finally be dealt with, never to deceive nations anymore. That's the end of him right there. That's a great ending because he'll never deceive anybody anymore at that point. He'll be tormented. This church, we're not afraid to say the word repent. Repent means turn away from your sin. That sin is destroying you. It'll destroy your walk with Christ. Repent means turn from sin. Turn away from it. In this world, it's going to get darker. Spiritually speaking, it's not. I don't see it getting better. We just looked at reasons why I don't believe so. But for the believer in Christ Jesus, we have a very bright future, guys. We're going to rule as kings and priests. We're going to live with Christ forever and ever. We're going to be in his presence where there's peace and joy forevermore. We're going to experience the time when the devil himself will be taken out forever, never to have demonic influence and deception ever again. That's our future, guys. But if you're toying with sin, if you're in this world and you're a part of this world, let me do a shout out to you. Repent. Turn from that. Turn from this world. Believe me, this world is attractive. Sin is pleasurable for every one of us. It's pleasurable for a season. There's temptations every one of us deal with. There's no one that's exempt. No one in this room, no one that's watching us online, nobody's exempt to say, oh, you know, Pastor, I don't get tempted anymore. Well, now you're dealing with pride. And we need to turn. We need to turn from this world. We need to turn from our old ways. We need to turn from our fleshly ways. We need to turn to him. Guys, if all these things are coming together... In the way that they are, we need to turn to him. We need to draw close to him. You see, the harvest is plentiful. There's a lot of people right now that are lost, but the good news is, is even the secular world today, they're, they're calling these events that are going on, they're calling it apocalyptic. That's what they're calling this stuff. In other words, they get it. They get that something that's taking place, whatever's happening, it's happening around the world, and this, this is beyond us. It's, it's, it's apocalyptic, and it, they're right, it is. It's apocalyptic, but... It's just a taste of what the real apocalypse is going to be like. And I believe, listen, I believe in God's mercy that he's, he's given us a taste of what's to come. I believe with all my heart, this is the last wake-up call for the world today. He's shaken up everything, and he's given us a last call saying, hey, I'm coming. Know your Bible. Connect the dots. I'm coming back. We need to turn to him. No more playing games with God. The harvest is plentiful. The labors are few. I want to be in that number. I want to be in that number of those that are laborers and doing the work that's called, that God's called us to do. Satan is still a deceiver, and he deceives each one of us in many ways. He deceives us to get us all caught up in things that are not of God, to distract us, and you name it. So your temptation is probably different than my temptation. We all have different temptations, but I'd ask that we just turn from these things. We turn to him. We allow him to do the work that he wants to do in and through all of our lives. Make that call, that election sure. He's called you to do something. And don't use excuses. The reason why, oh, you know, so-and-so hurt my feelings. Really? So you're going to suffer for all eternity because someone hurt your feelings? 
Oh, you know, they, didn't, they said something to me. It's like, really? So you're going to suffer for all eternity because someone hurt your feelings or said something to you. No, don't, don't get duped. Don't be deceived. Don't make excuses. Allow the Lord give you, to give you an opportunity to use you because there's a great harvest. There's a great need. And God wants to use every one of us. Amen? Hi, this is Pastor Joe, and I'd like to take a moment to personally invite you to one of our three services here at Calvary Chapel of the Harbor in Huntington Beach. Our service times are 9 a.m., 10.45 a.m., and 12.30 p.m. Please come and say hi after the service. I would love to meet you. For more information, check out our website at ccoth.com. That's ccoth.com. God bless you. You've been listening to Glory to Glory with Pastor Joe Pettit and Outreach of Calvary Chapel of the Harbor. If you would like to enter into a personal relationship with Jesus Christ, call now at 714-788-8221. That's 714-788-8221. Our new location is at 4121 Warner Avenue in Huntington Beach at the beautiful Huntington Harbor Marina. Now, may we continue to go to His throne of mercy as He changes us from glory to glory.